Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man, Cappuccino Excellente Brigante. What's up, people? Whoa, that was fancy. Yeah, man. Go on and get you that been, out of the you, way. You've been on that fancy shit this weekend. Hey, man. It looks I, fancy. It, it appears fancy. It now, now, social media is not all what it seems, no, as it, we all as we it, know. It never is. It never is. Yeah. But from what I hear, it was somewhat fancy. It was a it was a little fancy. It wasn't it wasn't for me. Uh, I have been. Um, it wasn't fancy yeah. for you, but it was for others. Yeah, it was for others. Uh, <laughs> past forty eight hours, I have been held hostage in a suite on the sixth or seventh floor of the Western Peachtree Plaza Hotel with six teenage girls ranging Ooh. from the age of fourteen to sixteen. Oh. I am so 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 Yeah, I was sorry. I was getting my real <laughs> Jeffrey uh shit on this Your weekend. Jeffrey dude. Shit on. I right. was I was I was hopping and jumping at every <laughs> beck and call. Mr. Meeks, we need uh we need more brownies. <laughs> Um, they don't have a micro <laughs> microwave in this room. Could how are we gonna pop this popcorn? <laughs> Uh, let me figure that out. Yeah, step and fucking fetch it. All right. Yeah, oh, man. Well, but yeah, my uh, daughter. Uh, my daughter celebrated. Uh, actually, uh, this is Sunday, uh, October second, and my daughter celebrated her 16th birthday today. Man, tell her happy birthday. I that will, is man. Incredible. Yeah. I remember when. Do I remember when you brought her to the studio, or was it? Jayla, uh, where who who would you have brought to the studio when we were recording True Urban Grit? True Urban Grit, that, that would have been Jazz. Oh, it was yeah, Jazz. Yeah, she was. She was. Oh born, my god, she was born in two thousand. Yeah. Oh, she's sixteen. Yeah. Oh my god, and Jayla, Jayla's two thousand two. Good so, Lord, Almighty. yeah, yeah, man. Help so, us all. So officially, happy birthday to my daughter, Absolutely. my sixteen-year-old daughter, Jazlyn Meeks. Uh, no I love you. And we had a good time. We balled out. Good. All that I'm good glad shit. to hear that. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. But I'm happy to be doing some right, man, good, man stuff right now. Some man stuff in the man cave. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. For it. Uh, yeah so, so if if uh, you're listening to this for the first time because you're uh, this is an interview session, you you possibly uh, could be hopefully uh, you're a fan of the guest that we had tonight. If if not, uh, you know that's that's great as well. But uh, we have a podcast that drops twice a week on Tuesdays. We have a mixed show, sixty to 90, 90 minutes. Uh, brand new hip hop. Usually, it's just about a week old. Um, and uh, you know, Meeks and I talking shit. You know, acting crazy, doing whatever, cutting up, slicing up joints. It's a good time. And then on Thursdays, we actually have an interview session. So it could be a producer or a, a DJ or an MC or behind the scenes person. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, last week, uh, for example, we had G Coop. Um, who is yeah. uh, more recently known for the work that he did on DJ Khaled's um, I Got the Keys with Future and Jay-Z. Uh, he did, he's done a lot of work with Jake One over the past decade or so. Uh, the week before that, who do we have the week before that, Meeks? Uh, before G-Coop. Eternia. Eternia, yeah. Uh, you know, Toronto, Canada's finest. Before oh, that. that, we had uh, Divine Styler. Was that Divine the week Styler, before that? Yes. Divine Styler That's the week correct. before that. Anywho, yeah. there are at least 70-plus interviews 
uh, up to date since we started this thing in uh, in in early 2015. So make sure you go check it. Uh, and on top of you know some well we're eight. Uh, episode 89 this week of the mix show right so man 160 170 some pieces of content there's a lot of shit for you to digest so please make sure you go follow like share and subscribe us on soundcloud itunes mixcloud and stitcher radio at southern vanguard that's s-o-u-t-h-e-r-n-v-a-n-g-a-r-d you will not be disappointed absolutely all right so with that on the phone with us tonight Man, Carl. I mean, I, I, I don't. Is he gonna make it? Nah, he's he's here. Is he's, he is, is he gonna good. is he gonna make it through the interview? I'm a little I'm I'm a little concerned here. Nah, man. Um, you know this this brother his his word is concrete as far as as long as I've known him. Okay, uh, this brother is. I would agree with that. Is one of the very few people in the world of hip hop who is actually put money in my hands. <laughs> I would agree with that, too. I, I witnessed that. Yeah. Uh, one of the most memorable nights in Atlanta of my life. <laughs> I, I I mean that wholeheartedly when I say that. Um, and there's only, I can only count on one hand the motherfuckers that have put money in mine. And he's one of them fingers. Uh, this brother's a beatbox extraordinaire. Uh, worldwide player to player, pimp to pimp. He gets it how he lives it, and um, I think it's safe to say that he's a, a pretty good friend of ours. Absolutely. Man. You know what I mean? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you the Southern Vanguard interview session with none other than one and only Drez the Beatnik. Peace, bro. Drez. Drez. Man, how are yeah. you, sir? I'm sorry. I, 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 dude, I, I'm still trying to find some Kleenex, man. Damn. Nah, nah. This is this is not the time for emotions to be running high. We 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 only speak real things on this podcast, man. And and I have yet to have the opportunity. I kind of missed the opportunity when um when Star when we did the interview with Star because she's the second finger. That uh, oh, yeah. okay. I can I can say pay me paid us all right uh, paid right. us to do anything so it's like yeah man uh, we 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 keep people in high regards that you know res- respect what we do and we you know that mutual respect goes a long way man so no need to be emotional man it is what it is it's the realest shit ever good to be talking to you man put the pill bottle down. All right, man. Yeah. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling this evening? Man, we good. I'm a little tired, but hey. Okay, okay. Comes with the territory, man. Yeah, man. Oh, happy birthday to your uh, to your daughter, man. Yeah, man. It was a it was a good one, man. They just uh, they grow up real quick, man. That shit was crazy. Yeah, she yeah. had had this fucking <laughs> special dress on today that was. Tighter than pantyhose, two sizes small, a man. Too special, yeah, a little too special, man. I, uh, I think I walked around for the rest of the day with my fist balled up. I oh, wish, that's why you're so uptight. I now wish, I get it. Now I wish I get a motherfucker so would. You know what I'm talking about? Right, look at you got, got the hand, got the fist looking like an Arthur mean. Man, <laughs> I'm like, don't nobody better say nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the hand you make with. When you hear somebody here on everything I love. On oh, everything my. I love, shout Don't you do it. Don't you do it, man. Dres, what's good, man? What's going on with you, man? Everything good? Man, so far so good, man. Just uh, 
really weird uh, weekend. I, I don't get sick too often, and I guess my body was like, uh, shut it down. Yeah. So, like, I got I got things happening that I, I can't really sit on the sidelines for. I got to actually be in the game yeah. to, to make happen. So, you know. Well, when the body speaks, you must listen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, man. So, Dres, what's going on, man? I mean, I, the, 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 the latest and greatest is obviously – the return of the infamous Mike Club. So let's just dig into that real quick. And well, well, uh, the infamous wait, that implies that we we live a life of doing ill ill deeds to others. Yeah. No, yeah, we're not man. infamous. Yeah, nah. No. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have I have witnessed a couple of them and, and people's feelings have definitely been hurt. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it was, wouldn't be my club if it wasn't infamous. I was, I was there. I mean, listen, feelings getting hurt. That's that's a that's that's a voluntary action. <laughs> if you Nobody, sign up for that, no guns were involved in any my club freestyle battles going awry. Right. You know, it, no no. No big dude named Muscles waiting. You know, you know. No Man. babies trapped in the basement. Like. If you if you or the kid gets it, like, if you no, signed man. up for it, you deserved it, right? You deserve whatever yeah. you got. Yeah, man, kill or be killed. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's but, uh, but you we, you're uh, back in effect, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, yeah, man. The world famous Mike Club has returned uh, to Atlanta after a uh, a brief uh, a brief absence. Um, the last venue that we were at. Uh, Actually, uh, shut down, got sold, and demolished. I saw that <laughs> you know? a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Mike yeah. Sick put up a Facebook Live video of uh-huh. uh, mid demolition, Third uh, mm-hmm. Street Armor. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rest in peace to Third uh, Street Armory or Enclave or Loretta's or it whatever was many you know names. That. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is going. Wow. And, uh, it don't. Uh, it ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for another Starbucks yeah. whole food I mean, you know, mashup. So we have moved, moved our base of operations over to the music room, and we're That's very happy to be in, in that uh, that environment. It's uh, not a bad environment to be in. And the good people over at Music Room for making sure that we got a nice landing landing pad. You know, what I mean, nice spot to land at and to pick this thing up and hopefully just continue to forge the legacy that is my club. Dope. So, Dress, for the, for those that don't know, I mean, because we we have obviously have listeners worldwide. Can you give us a brief, um, I guess, kind of snapshot of what Mike Club is? You know, briefly, like when it started, um, and um, why it became, you know, what it did here in Atlanta and even regionally. I think mm-hmm. it'd be great if we could catch the listeners up on you know just sure. what Mike Club is. Why you well, started it, et cetera, et cetera. Well, my club is uh, well, according to us anyway. My club is Atlanta's definitive hip hop competition event. Um, we love to refer to it as hip hop theater um, for the for the uh, you know for the curious and and the uh, and those that know. Um, we started uh, we started my club April fourth, two thousand two. Um, oh. Out of the Apache Cafe. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, we did a run in there uh, for six and a half years. We pretty much established 
uh, the Tuesday night at Apache. Um, you know, big ups to all those that have come after that help, you know, keep tradition alive. Um, you know, we, uh, and when I say like definitive competition event, like I'm speaking freestyle battles, I'm speaking producer battles, performance battles. Um, we try to do as much as we can to keep the culture at the forefront, um, of the public's mind, uh, when it comes to this and, uh, you know, the freestyle battles are conducted by a live band. Our live band is called the Breakbeat Gospel Band, um, formerly the BFD Band. Right. Um, yeah. We got uh, DJ Razor, who's, who's one of our longtime residents. Um, he actually assumed the helm uh, along with uh, DJ Edward Scissorhands uh, when DJ Ox passed away. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's literally our, um, he, he's our, actually our, third-generation uh, Mike Club resident DJ. Um, the Mighty Mighty Beatdown is a facet of the world famous Mike Club, which is our uh, producer battle event. And we do uh, interview events such as the Behind the Board series. We do uh, concert series such as the uh, True Master series where we bring classic hip-hop artists um, to come and, and we call them lectures. Most people call them concerts. Um, sometimes you just got to bring in a professor to teach students how to be better at what they do. Right. So that's what, that's what we do. Um, and, uh, you know, we just try to have fun with it, man. Like, you know, movie screenings and things like that. Just try to foster a community of those that actually, for lack of a better term, give a fuck about this hip hop shit, you know? And, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I like to think so far so good. Um, we've taken our show, uh, to various points in the region, in the Southeastern region of the U S we've taken it out to the West coast, uh, to California. We've taken it overseas to China, uh, and Japan. Um, and, but no matter how it, it, it rolls, it, it's always an Atlanta event. So, right. you know, we try, we try to take the red clay wherever we go. Dress, how's it uh, received in those other locations? Actually, it's been received very well. Uh, Surprisingly enough, um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the with the exposure that the event has received over the past fourteen years um, through vehicles such as uh, the um, the Beef series, the Beef DVD series. Um, we were featured in that. Uh, the clips of my club inter- intertwined into the, the documentaries Beef One through Four, as well as the MC While We Do It. Um, let me see. We've uh, had exposure on a couple television shows, most notably uh, Interscope presents the next episode on Showtime, mm-hmm. um, and you know just uh, and just who we bring through to my club, um, the artists that we've brought through in the past. Um, you know, groups like uh, like YouTube, for example. You know, like uh, Prophetics, right. and you know, and and Binkus Rex, and right. Menomina Good Song and Justin Hale and Proton and you know I mean this and that's just the the ATL side of things yeah. and then you got acts such as Little Brother you know when they were when Pooh Fonte and Ninth were all together um, you know you got we brought in you know heavy hitters like Cool G Rap and DJ Polo um, Q Tip from a tribe called Quest KRS One. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we brought in Killer Mike before Killer Mike became Killer Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, it's those sorts of relationships and, you know, 
being able to be that that stop on the chicken on the chilling circuit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's not it's not the biggest event in the world, but we feel like it, it's impactful for a reason that's not known for this type of stuff. Very so, awesome. right. yep. you know, right. And this this particular um, go around from my club. You know, we are facing a, a pretty uh, a different world, pretty much and trying to figure out how to adapt and adjust in it um, while staying true to who we are and what we do. Um, uh, so, Drez, elaborate on that a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, I think I think listeners, as well as you guys, I think you, you kind of see where where the shift is in, in terms of trends with, with regards to the approach uh, to the aesthetic of MC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids not just here in the South or just in particular here in Atlanta, but like across the country and around the world mm-hmm. that, you know, there's certain, there's certain tenets to this thing that we all have, have known for a very long time. Like, you know, was, what is, what does KRS one say? Uh, a MC could be a rapper, but a rapper can't be an MC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something to that effect. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we're finding ourselves, we're, we're finding we're finding more rappers that don't want to be rappers, but that's all they know. So we got to kind of build them back up, if you will. Mm. Um, like my club, I, I always fashioned my club, even from its inception as being like uh, that platform, that dojo. You know what I'm saying? Where yep. cats, that, cats that have bars or aspire to have bars can actually come and work out. You know, they can work out, they can work that, that skill, that muscle. You know, in front of in front of a room, like you know, um, and and we're very you know we're, we feel like we're we're in a pretty pretty blessed position to be able to do that. We just we know where we're at. You know, what I'm saying in terms of how this how this thing works currently. Okay. Like, I mean, you you have you have you have artists these days that'll you know go on various programs and you know, kind of for what it's worth to stop or, you know, the spit in the face of those that have come before them, um, you know, with and, and not in huge, you know, gregarious ways, but just subtle nuances. And, and those that know, you know what I mean? Like, you look at it kind of with a bit of a side eye, like, you know, what do you mean you're not going to spit over Primo B? Like, oh, my God. What do you mean... Yeah. What do you mean you don't freestyle? What do you mean you don't like? You know the the negative reactions when asked upon, when when asked when asked to perform the skill set that you claim you have mm-hmm. to this to this music and this culture. Like, if you can't do it, say you can't do it. You know, but don't. You ain't got to attempt to shit on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, there's a, I mean, like, you know, there are wolves out here. Like, yeah, and they'll come get be ready, you. Yeah, yeah. That'll be ready to come and eat your back. Like, yeah. right. Like, dude, like, you saying that is letting a, a large portion of the populace know it. 
You're not really true to this. Andreas, not the, the not, part, the, not the cut you. Sorry, let me let me just sure, step in because mean, like, I, because I, I can get a little long in the tooth. Well, man, so well, you know what? It, I I I see all this stuff. You know, we want to go back to social media and all that it, yeah. it presents you and everything. I see this stuff, and I, I I can't really comment on it because by the time I get ready to to impart my judgment on it or my my place where I stand on it. Millions, uh-huh. millions have already chimed in, and for the life of me, I can't understand where all this sucker shit is coming from. And these yeah. days, where you got to go, you know, you don't already ask the artists, you know, why they feel this way and why they do what they do. But now there's this thing where they're going to the parents and asking, you know, why doesn't your child know uh, mm-hmm. a Biggie verse or or Tupac oh, verse yeah, or something yeah, like that. Right, yeah. I mean, you know what? At at this point, who really gives a fuck? Like he's already shitted on on the the thing that's made it possible for him, for him to be here to right. be mediocre. So <laughs> here's my thing: Are you seeing the mediocrity uh, at the at the new incarnation no, of Mike Clark? That's a great here, question. Here, actually, to this. To, to date, no. Okay. Now keep in mind this this particular reincarnation of Mike. We're we're in our this Tuesday will be our third week. Okay. So, um, if I'm basing it squarely off of the last two weeks and maybe our you know our last installment, mm-hmm. um, no, I because at the end of the day, there's there's a break beat, there's a microphone, and then there's a, there's an audience, and that's only like going to bring out certain people. Yeah. Yeah, right. I got you. And you know, you already know what it is. Like you get caught spitting and written, you get put on trial at Mike Club. Oh, that was you know some of my you, favorite you gotta shit. Your, yeah, right. You got to stay, <laughs> stay on beat. Man. You know what I'm saying? You fall off. You're yeah. automatically banned from Mike Club forever. <laughs> like there, you know, I mean, there are things that there, there, there are traditions in place. Okay. To to prevent you know these sorts of things. The integrity and, and, is still intact. Right. Okay. You know now, it, it, like I said, it's like if, if you want to if you want to attempt to shit on it, there's plenty of different ways to do that. You could prove somebody wrong. Yeah. You could just not engage at all, mm-hmm. right. and then watch. You know, and eventually, at a certain point, just watch the crowd. You know, dissipate. Watch your crowd dissipate because they want something meaningful. Right. You know, I mean, for what it's worth, like. These kids don't know, don't really know what real competition is like. Right. Everybody gets the medal just for showing up. You get a trophy just for Man. showing up. Oh, don't get me started on that. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we can do we can easily do two hours on on participation trophy MCs. Period. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the that's the new world that we're in right now. Correct. And I don't I don't knock I don't knock anybody for for creating music. Mm-hmm. It does take a particular sort of brain power to create something from nothing, something musical from nothing. Like how our entire culture is built off of nothing. We made something with literally the barest of resources. So Absolutely. I don't knock, I don't knock a, a, I don't knock today's rapper for what they make. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to do that. Like that's what you do. You convinced enough somebody's to put enough of something behind you. Mm-hmm. And get you on your get your you know your spaceship, you know what I mean? Ignite it, and you you then took off, and you know you're in the clouds now. Like that's great, awesome. But 
there's still going to be certain instances and certain certain places where you're going to have to know how to think on your feet. Right. You're going to have to yeah. learn how to, like, freestyling is, you know, it's essential. Technical difficulties happen all the time. I'm sure all John Doe is going through a couple of them on stage. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, with, with you, Eddie, on, on the mic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, and the skills that we attempted to try to, to, to teach at my club help these MCs or these rappers be able to navigate those, those particular rough waters, you know? So when they go, when, when the moment comes and they, you know, go to a, you know, a sway, a sway in the morning, five, five beats, you know, five, you know what I mean? Five fingers of death. Five deadly beats. And you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you're not going nut up. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, you can't, can't be no bitch in this. Right. You yeah. can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this doesn't provide the space for you to be there. You know, like not at all. Mm-hmm. So, but if, you, but if you're not prepared, if you don't know how to, how to use this particular skill set, like, yeah, it's going to be a problem. I mean, like think, think about the 2016 XXL freshman cipher. I'll try not to. Now, I mean, we all try, you know, most, most of us over, let's say, 33, we try not to, right? But think about the end product that we've seen, right? That, yeah. that the whole world saw. Yeah. Think now, put this into perspective. That was filmed and edited. Mm. Mm. That means, oh, fucked up. Okay, cut. Take two, mm, 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 action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucked up again. Oh, cut. Take oh, twenty-two. Take, take three, action. Oh shit, I fucked up again. Mm. Take one hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Mm. Yeah, and action. Like mm. that was the best that could have. That was the best of what was shot. That's the best. Like keep. That's the best of what was shot. Right, yeah, and it's still like, damn, dog. Like, I mean, there's still like a, a nice amount of us. Not even just saying, hey, it's just fans that are like, dude, we're fucking doomed. Right, and then right. you know what I'm saying, and then and then you have the other formats of of battling that remove it totally incapacitate rappers. Like, it's not even it's not even hip hop anymore. It's the dozens. Where did where did the music go? Yeah, right. Like at, like at the end of the day, like where did the music go? How the fuck did the music get taken away? How the drums get taken away? Why? Hmm. Like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm great question. I'm sure that there. I mean, all every every battle MC across the country and around the world, I know they got fucking heat, and I know they have the capability to spit over a fucking track. But when you take that away, how you can leave me to just give me skull snaps. I'm straight. Something. Give yeah. me some hand claps. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me some hand claps and some finger snaps and some foot stomps. Like, make it percussive. I don't care. But, like, to take it all away, like, all away. Man. Like, yo, I'm going to do it Acapulco. What the fuck is Acapulco? We doing it in Mexican? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Stop, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate that. I I can't front. I do hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
but a lot of it is because I know I know too much with regards to that. Right. Absolutely. And I yeah. want and I want better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I want better. And I feel like every 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 person that has an issue with the way things currently stand either has done one of two things. Either they have actually attempted to contribute and the contributions have been, you know, neglected or mm. like, thanks, but no thanks. We're good here. Right. Or they didn't, they didn't contribute at all. And they're just pissed at the end product. So that's where most of my conversations, young, old, in between, like that's where, that's where it comes from. It's like, you're pissed because either you contributed and it was like, thanks, no thanks, or you didn't contribute at all, and you know you had a better idea, but didn't have the balls to educate right. the next on that great idea. Right, and now you're stuck happened, with, with... Yeah, what? now you're stuck. Yeah. You're stuck being mad. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you I know. have a couple of bones to pick, like, kind of in, in this... In these topics, one one is is what I what I really don't understand is is why these guys that are choosing to be in X lane in this lane, why mm-hmm. is someone not telling these guys? All right, look, this is the lane you're gonna play in, right? Mm-hmm. There 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 are some. Um, there are some rules or there are some, you know, there, there are, there are things that you are not and you just need to play in the lane that you're in and don't right. come out the side of your neck saying something fucking crazy. Like I'm not going to rap over a premiere beat or a 90, whatever, whatever, some, some dumb shit like that is like mm-hmm. just these guys, if that's the lane you're going to play in, just play in that fucking lane and just, you know, just be like, just do you. Well, John, that's like, basically and, and that's basically like, a it, call for segregation, that, right that there. Sounds, right. That sounds great. That, yeah. that sounds great until you take a couple things into consideration. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and it's this controversy sells. Absolutely. One. So the the nineteen the twenty three year old rappers like fuck the old school. That's clickbait. Why do you say fuck the old school? Everybody's going ham. You know, you got that. And then you have, then you have the other side of it where it's like, you know, nobody bothered to just take them under their wing and school them. Right, exactly. I mean, at this point, like, on the real, like, this is, in my opinion, it's fake revolution. Mm. And I say, and I call it fake revolution because we already know across the board that hip hop has an ageism problem. We are very, it's a very ageist culture. We all know this from yeah. 50 to 16. We all know this. Yep. There's very few, there's very few artists over the age of 37 that can still go out, still make money, still tour right. out of the, out of the thousands, hundred thousands of artists and DJs that have made significant contributions. We have whittled it down to these 16 artists that are, are, that are labeled old school or classic and only they are allowed to go out and still make money with this. Right. Then you have, then you have these youngins 
who are literally every day there's another 10,000 rappers. Every day there's another 5,000 DJs. Like, every day there's another 2,500 fucking producers that are trying to get in the door and make their noise. We don't support it all. We don't support it all. Like, you know, for Motown artists, back in the 60s, the goal was to get to Vegas. That was the goal. The goal was, for the Temptations, the goal was to get to Vegas. For Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, was to get to Vegas. Mm -hmm. For the OJs, the Four Tops, Diana Ross, Supremes, Aretha Franklin. We can go on and on and on and on and on. The goal was to get to Vegas. Once you get to Vegas, you're forever. We don't have a forever with regards to this hip-hop. Right. There's no, there's no end game. The entertainment business isn't set up for an end game for, for lack of a better term, for old rappers, for old hip-hop. Mm. And they try, but like, you know, Big Daddy Kane ain't going to do a year residency at the Mirage. Right. Nah. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Rockham ain't going to do... You know what I'm saying? A a, a two a five year contract at the MGM Grand mm. every fucking night, three shows a night. Jay will eventually. Jay will, but but Jay's not even playing that game anymore. Like yeah, he, and if he was to do it, it would be in he, his in his spot. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I agree. He's the right. only guy, though. Yeah, he's the only guy. He's pretty pretty much the only guy that could probably pull it off. I don't know about that. Uh, but 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 I would say that it would have to be somebody of that caliber uh, that that could do it. You know what, Dre? Speaking of this, this uh, we on this ageism topic right here. I think that is my major uh, conflab with the whole shit because it's like when you when you go back and say you know did nobody take him under under their wing and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think about dudes like like us, the three of us right here right now. I can't really say that anybody took me under their wing, um, mm-hmm. as I as I begin to evolve and you know what you know my reality of hip hop. Um, I just wanted to be a part of it, and I, I I just wanted to get better at it and 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 do my thing, and I did that through you know researching and and studying and and listening and and just you uh-huh. know seeing what was what. Um, right. I, I think I think it's still a situation where we make choices and uh-huh. and kind of going into what John says, if you choose to go down that path of, you know, you know, mumbling and 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 being turned and all of that, if that's if that's your direction, if that's what you've chosen, absolutely uh-huh. go forth and conquer, you know, to the best right. of your ability. But you know, at the same time, don't downplay what we're doing over here and what, you know, young cats the same age as you, like a Joy Badass or, you know, uh, I don't know how yeah. old Dave East is, but he's younger than me, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, somebody like that, don't don't downplay or don't shit on them for what they're doing and the decision that they made to come over here. Um I think that's my major problem with the whole thing is that, you know, you have decided to do this and there's no need for you to kick dirt on us. You know, I think I think as far as ageism is concerned, that's my problem with the whole thing. And then two, you know, I, I have an issue with dudes that do it like we do it 
that kind of sit back and, and pussy up and take up for these cats that, you know, decided that they were going to be in this lane. And you know what? Um, he just wasn't brought up right. Or he wasn't brought up. I don't give a fuck how he was brought up. He decided to rap like every other rapper out here. That's on him. Don't right. make, you know, don't don't justify his shit. Let him be in that. And, you know, right. before you know it, another a year passed, and he won't even be mentioned again. Just let that yeah. shit die out, man. Yeah. Right, exactly. And the, the more the more fuel we give to it, you know what I'm saying, the, the larger it gets. Yeah, and that's why yeah, I don't that's comment why, on that shit. I, I can't give it no energy, man. Right. It's yeah. like, right. you know, it's pointless. And, and by and large, that's why what's happening is happening the way that it's happening. Like, it, it's... I, I hear I hear cats say, oh, you know, these dudes need some PR training. Like, no, they're getting the best that money can buy. And mm-hmm. the best that money can buy is telling... is is sub, sub, is having them subscribe to this kind of thinking. Like, let me shit on it in order to get the attention. Like, let me go start this fire right mm-hmm. here. Like, there's more there's more controversy about what an artist says than what an artist says, right. if that makes right. any sense. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, so Drez... So, Drez, I got a question for you. What? So, mm-hmm. what, what's... Uh, how long has the gap been between... Um, things kicking off in the music room and the last date you did at Third Street Armory? Um, we're talking easily uh, three years. Yeah, a lot of shit's happened in three years. Exactly. I mean, I, I exactly. gotta imagine you see a pretty dramatic change or shift between the last event you had at Third Street versus what you saw at the music room last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, what, I mean, I have. So what is that? Uh, can, can you explain what that's like? Or or, or or better yet, like, how do you... I, I don't guess you would say you're trying to combat it, but how how are you trying... It's it's almost like... Um, it's real, truth, really almost like an education. It's almost like uh, a... Yeah. I mean, truth, truth of the matter is, y'all, like, I want... I, I want this generation of, of, of rappers and MCs to win. I really do. I really, really do. Like, I, I think, me, I know bringing my club back to Atlanta with just, just period, just bringing my club back, it's, I see, I see a generation of kids that want to respect, but don't necessarily know the best way to go and get respect. Like, just beating your chest and telling the world you have to respect me ain't, ain't cutting it no more. Okay. Like, it just, it just doesn't cut it. Like, show and prove. That kills everything. Show and prove has killed everything since this shit started. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, you can tell me the best, though. You can tell me the greatest. Prove it. Prove it. Like I, we've even modified the format so much to make it to make it easy for cats to come through and just get involved in the process. Like, That's what that was. I was gonna ask. Like that, the, yeah. the, today's by today's standards, rappers are welcome at my club, correct? All the time. Okay. Rappers, rappers have always been welcome at my club. 
like you like the way we reformatted the show, like you come to my club, you step on the stage, you grab a mic, you have to battle. Period. Mm-hmm. But if you win a battle, you perform a song. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You perform a song, you advance. You win another battle, perform another song, you advance. You get to the final. You win the whole deal, you perform another song. You've given, you've, you've allowed a captivated room that didn't know who the fuck you was before the shit started now you, you've been able to give a mini concert and display. Mm. In fact, that you actually deserve, you've earned the right to say, yeah, I'm the best at this shit. Look at me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we, we're, doing, we're doing a registration process. So it's like winner takes all. It's like 10 bucks to register and winner takes the whole pot. Like, and you walking out with bread. Like, that could be used to go buy another beat. Yeah, order, right, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Go order some new CDs or whatever you do. You know That's what I'm saying? Up. To further market and promote what it is that you do. Yeah. Like, it's easy. But the hardest part about my club is literally taking the first step and getting on stage. Right. And, you know, and, and after, after MC states your name for the people, it's easy as hell after that. Because it's nothing else but you, a microphone, and the, and the crowd. Dress, who would you say has benefited the most from your format, um, being Mic Club? Um, I think KP has benefited um, tremendously. I think Ricky Raw is, is, uh, has benefited tremendously. You can tell with you know his group, Mighty Haiku. Um, let me see, Drugs, I feel, is, is benefited from the Mic Club experience as a producer. Oh yeah, he uh, talked about yeah he talked about battling on our interview with him about a year ago. Yeah, he, he on, talked you know, extensively on, about on the that. Mighty Mighty Beatdown show. Yep, yep exactly. Um, you know, like I mean, I've seen I've seen producers get placements. You know, I've seen I've seen rappers get placements. I've seen rappers be able to go out on the road and tour and sustain themselves mm-hmm. um, through this through the lessons that they've learned at Mike Club. Like, the Cypher Kanai is another one, although he's, like, literally, like, the most independent artist I've ever met in my life. Like, the most independent. I, I, I don't think I've seen anybody more independent than him. Seriously. Like, he bat- not only does he battle, he makes his own, you know, he makes his own beats with, like, with, he used to do it with a, with a beat generator, like, on PlayStation. Dress, who is this like, again? Say, say the name like, for us like, again. Cypher cannot. Okay. You know, like we'll make his beats on a, you know, a PlayStation beat generator and then dump them down and mix them and then put them on CD and then go out to World Five Points and sell a thousand CDs in a week. Like, I've seen it happen. Hmm. Like, I, I, I've never, I mean, I, that's the most independent grind I've seen to date. Okay. You know, no dis- no distribution, no no airplay, no none of that. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen him benefit. Uh Quan Star from uh formerly of uh first team is another artist I've seen benefit from the Mike Club experience. Like, you know, he he damn near never here in Atlanta anymore. He's just always booked out to play in some second or third tier market making making his rate. Right. <clears throat> right. Like I've seen this happen, you know. I'm, 
I've seen producers get placements on movie scores, on soundtracks, on artists, on mixtapes and TV and, and film, all from coming out to my club and, and sharpening their skills. You know, and that and that's the thing that, that makes me the proudest with regards to that, but the work never stops. It's it's a school. You know what I'm saying? Like my club is a school. For for those that for those practitioners of the craft, my club is a school. Mm-hmm. For the audience, what my club is, is is an opportunity to get a sneak peek into what it is. You know, right? I think my club helps build better fans and a better community. Like when we did our first run at Apache Cafe, when we stopped and took that break for about three or four years, the game changed. All of a sudden, it's acapella rhymes. You know, all of a sudden mm-hmm. now people don't know how to boo when they hear some trash. You know, people don't do, you know, it's like it's it's a very unengaged audience. And now even more so than ever, you know, like, and it's like, wait, you know, somebody's got to gotta slap somebody back into reality and be in the moment. And right. I think Mike Club does that. So how was last week, Dress? Um... Last week, last week was great in terms of in terms of the jam. Last week was great, but you know we live in Atlanta, and you know that transition otherwise from summer to fall is always crew is, is always a trip. Sure, you know so we we with that, you know. But I, I'd rather have that happen, you know, week two in our new home as opposed to you know. Week eight or week twelve in our new home, where oh, we're yeah. just starting to get our mojo, and then you know, oh man, it's raining for like you know five days straight, and people don't want to leave out of their house because you know people don't want to leave out of their house because uh, the weather's crazy, or you know, gas is five dollars a gallon, or something like that. Like I'm, right. I'm glad that you know these things are happening up up on the front end as opposed to on the back end. Gotcha. Like, you know, like if, if, if it rained tomorrow like it did last Tuesday, I'd be very upset, especially with regards to the guests we have coming um, to up this Tuesday. Um, we got Ski Beats coming for uh, the Behind the Boards producer interview. Yeah, okay. I was just going to ask about that, actually. That's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is our... This is our fifth installment of behind the Bo- of the behind the board series, um, and to give your listeners an idea of what that is, um, since 2006 we've been doing these one on one producer interview sessions before it became, you know, in vogue, um, where we'll bring a producer of note to come in and we'll set them on stage with all of the tools and equipment that they use to make their hits classics, and then we'll get we'll get to the stories behind them and, you know, we'll have a, an entire like Q and a session for about an hour, hour and a half, you know, I second beats, um, building some of these songs back up from scratch. Uh, and just talking about the stories and, and what the environment in the room was like making these songs. But, you know, since we started behind the boards, we've brought through Diamond D, we've brought Nice Wonder through, we've brought Manny Fresh through, and oh. now we're bringing, we're bringing Ski um, in to speak about 
you know, being in the game since since ninety two. Right. 92, 93, you know, and how and how the game has changed for him uh, in, in that amount of time. I mean, this is, you know, this is the same dude that gone from Can I Get Open for the original flavor to Pilot Talk, you know, one, two, and three with currency. Right. So, you know, and everything in between. So, you know, he's seen a lot and has contributed a lot. Um you know, so we're going to get the opportunity to sit down with him and, you know, kind of take a peek at what's in, you know, in his head and have him, you know, reconstruct some classics that we all know, um, you know, live in front of an audience. Um, no pressure, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> right. Drez, I wanted to right. ask you this. Um, um, I, I've, I've seen you work for, for numerous amounts of years. Um, mm-hmm. And I pretty much know that uh, that everything you do, whether it be here in in Atlanta or abroad, uh, at the end of the day, is never really about um, strictly solely you. Um, so I want to ask you: Have you have you benefited from um, an entity such as Mike Club? And you know, just you know, to go a step further, what's your daily, weekly, monthly grind consist of? Um, well, for me, um, I feel like I've, 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 I've become a better host as a result of my club. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that, that I'm, I'm able to do, um, is actually as a, as a direct result of this, you know, training at my club, um, you know, being able to read a room quicker, um, being able to know when to, when to, you know, when to engage and when not to, um, and, you know, being a a better conductor of time, um, as a host, um, I think these are some of the things that have helped me. I think these are the ways that my club has definitely helped me tremendously. And, um, you know, that's what, that's what my club has done for me. Um, it's, and all I really wanted to do at the end of the day, just from jump, was just to build a better, a better scene. Like mm-hmm. I've been in Atlanta since since '95. I didn't start really. I didn't throw my hat, no pun intended, in the ring mm-hmm. until '97. And <clears throat> all the time before that, like there was something that was missing here in Atlanta. Um, like I noticed that the more I went out and the, the more I, I, you know, became social, the more I find people that weren't from Atlanta, but made Atlanta home and wanted to feel comfortable being here. And I was one of those, those people. Um, well, you know, that's pretty much all that I wanted to do was just, you know, make Atlanta comfortable for immigrants like myself. And, um, Little, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what would the, what the end result would be. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I, I'm kind of glad that I did that. I, I did attempt to make a contribution, um, and with the help of some really great people, um, you know, like my my original crew of Four Kings Entertainment, right? Like we were able to do that. Um, you know, these days it's just 
it's not even about trying to find the, the new or the next. It's actually just trying to help the new or the next be who they're going to be. Like, that's that's the joy for me uh, these days. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, being able to contribute to the Bills and, and all of that is great. But, you know, that comes first. But, like, outside of that, like, just... You know, watching watching somebody that came in as trash, you know what I'm saying, at the beginning of the process and then through, like, work, you know what I'm saying, and developing the ear and, like, became, like, a beast, like, that makes me, that makes me the proudest, you know. Like, that's that's where, that's where the new joy comes from. Gotcha. And that's, you know, that's not even just MCs, like, that's producers, that's DJs, that's other promoters, um, you know, just... Because I, I, I know what it's like to not have anybody, you know what I mean, take you by the hand and show you the way. And then I also know what it's like to have somebody take you by the hand and show you the way, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I can only, you know, I can only uh, contribute as much as I can. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I'm not an A&R for some insert, you know, record label here or anything like that. But I've seen it. I've seen enough to know what to do and what not to do to know how to move and, and how not to, when to speak right. and when to keep quiet. Right. I know I know a good amount of that. Um and have no problem, you know, explaining that to some you know, to somebody that's willing to listen. Um so, like so, my uh yeah. Yeah, so, so Dres, I'm, I'm glad you said that, actually, because I had a question for you that I wanted to ask. So, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you, you, you yourself throw, uh, throw and, um, you know, have established events over, you know, a number of years, over decades. Who, who do you see right now, uh, let's just say in Atlanta, or I guess it could be regionally, but let, let's just say Atlanta. Who do you see that is doing um, uh, either an event? or maybe hosting or, you know, something that you feel like you excel at or you've done well at? Who, who do you like right now that's doing something new or different or, you know, that, that, um, that, you know, because you're, you're, you're oh. always, you're, you're a part of things or you, you are the thing a lot, right? But, like, when you sit back just from a fan and, and, a, and a love of music and the culture, like what, 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 what kind of takes you there right now in Atlanta? Well, let me see. Um, there's a kid out here now. His name is Heaven uh, Beatbox. Um, he's, a, he's a fellow beatboxer here in Atlanta, like myself. Um, I think he does pretty great work. He works with, uh, he actually goes out with uh, Arrested Development as their, uh, their in-house human beatboxer. Okay. Um, he does some great work, in my opinion. Okay. Um, theme, on the MC tip, theme, Mike Sick. Uh, and this is all in no particular order. Uh, Civil Rights, um, Willie Hen. Um, you know, I think these guys um, definitely put in, put in the work. They put in some really great work. And you can see, you can see the, and hear the passion. Um, when they when they are out performing, um, right. I, I love I love the new I love the the new school female DJ movement that I'm watching right now with uh, like Aquaria and Natural and right. and Rosirius. Like I'm watching, I, I'm I'm loving 
I'm loving that. Um, there's another there's another MC cat, uh, James uh, James Lewis. Um, he's part of Work Crew. Okay. Um, I just recently uh, caught his sh- caught his set. Um, he he's bringing he's bringing some really nice home cooking uh, right. to the table, and um, you know, event wise, uh, like uh, Bonfire ATL is a pretty good thing. Um, and I, on the hosting side of things, like uh, King Fresh, uh, I like what he's doing. But you know, I'm kind of biased because that's my baby brother. So right. He was raised in it. All right. You know, he he was raised in it, so you know, I he got uh, it honestly. Yeah, he got it honest, whether he <laughs> whether he wants to admit it or not, he yep. got it honest. Like, yep. So, you know, that's what that's what I'm seeing. Like, you know, some other DJs, uh, instrumentals is another DJ um, that I, I like what he's doing. Um, who else? Dice Groove. Um, Hmm. DJ Kinetics uh, is another, you know, he, he's a scratch DJ. I watched him battle at DMCs the past two years. That's been a pretty good thing. Um, and uh, what, what's 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 the uh, what, what's the one of the kind of more, I guess, premier events you've been a part of here lately, say in the last 12 to 18 months from a hosting perspective? Like what? What's, what's um, well, I mean, I, I'm still a national tour host for uh for a Jack, well, for Gentleman Jack right. and uh, Jack Daniels and Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey for the Art Beats and Lyrics series, and yeah, still right. doing that. Um, those shows are those shows are always getting better. Like there's always there's always room for Jello with every event. Right. Um, you know, there's always room for, to get better. Sure. Um, but I, I'm, I'm watching it. You know, this is this is year six I've been with the production. This is year eleven total. Um, and it, it's like progressively becoming that that well-oiled machine that right. it, it it was always supposed to be from inception. Um, let me see what else. Uh, I haven't I haven't worked one music fest in a couple of seasons, um, but I do like the work that uh, I do I do like the I like the approach. Um, that the good people over at One Music Fest, and in particular Jay Carter and Motown, uh, Motown Lee, have you know attempted to put and bring to Atlanta. Um, you know, it, it's it's a home it's a homegrown festival in just about every sense of the word. Right. Um, you know, my my biggest my biggest fear is that it becomes too big uh, for its own. You know, it becomes too big to control. Mm. But so far, so good. Um, you know, so there's that, um, A3C, of course, um, I've been literally with A3C since day one, um, as a host and a board member, um, and just watching, you know, where, where the, the, the festival is, is, is attempting to go while still bridging the gap, if you will. Um, you know, I, I like watching, I like watching what that, what that does, not just for the, the city or the region, but just like, you know, it's now becoming that, that international destination point for hip hop. Gotcha. Um, it's one and, of the and few a lot left. Of it is because mm-hmm. it, it, there, there hasn't been anything like it before, uh, during or since, you know? So, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I like what, I like what 
what's happening with that. Um, I like the fact that, you know, A3C does make a point to involve uh, the Atlanta team in what what they're doing. Um, and, you know, some years there, there have been criticisms about that, but, you know, for the most part, like, they, they've kept it as 100 as they possibly could. Um, and, you know, and they listen. Like, you know, I know I've had uh, – years with the festival where, you know, I'm like, hey, like, we need to, you know, don't forget the people that help, you know, lay the foundation on the house, you know, that was that we're, you know, we're all living in right now, like, you know, and and they listen, and, and they not only just listen, but they react, and that's always a great thing. Um, and, I mean, that, you know, the pretty sweet party, uh, most of this stuff is, like, DJ-based stuff. Um, right. Not you know, not a lot of it is is, is performance, is yeah, performance based yeah. stuff. Sure. But of the performance based stuff that I have been around or involved in, those are pretty, those are my highlights. Gotcha. All right, beautiful, Meeks. What else you got, man? You got anything else? I think we're good, right? Drez, we uh, uh-huh. we on we on a mission to um become Smithsonian grade, and I know you have oh, some yeah. some ties to the Smithsonian uh, Institute. Can you, can you talk about that? Can you give us some pointers? Uh, yeah. And, and what, what is what is your affiliation? Because it's quite historic. Well, um, 15 years ago, um, it's so crazy that it's 15 years already. But 15 years ago, I, uh, I created the first 100% human beatbox produced album in American hip hop. Um, it's called Have Mike Will Travel. And it recently... Um, got accepted um, as part, as a part of the collection for the the newly opened uh, African American uh, National Smithsonian National Museum for, for African American Arts and Culture. Mm. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's on display. I hope it's on display. <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been yet. Um, but uh, I, I certainly hope that it is on display, or at least part of a, uh, you know, they do a, a hip hop, you know, history month ex- exhibit or something like that. But I, I know that it has been accepted into the collection, and I'm, I'm very proud of that. That's dope. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a CD, you know, what I mean, like it's a CD. It's something that I, I wanted to do, um, and uh, I didn't know what would be the reaction. Um, when I did it, um, I just, you know, made a record and I had an idea to make a record. I got some, I got some friends of mine and, uh, you know, some, some friends of mine to come in and help contribute and put it out and made as much noise as I possibly could. I screamed as, as loud as I could and as far as I could. Um, and, uh, the rest is the rest, um. But yeah, now that the the museum is open, and I'm kind of bummed that like there are no tickets available for at least the next eight to ten months now. Oh, that, I know I it's crazy, out, man. I just found out like, there, there's no tickets available to go to the museum for the, the next eight to ten months. That's crazy, but that's I a know. beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, but just the, that that knowing that you know something that I I, I made. You know, a, a kid from from West Oak Lane, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 
you know what I'm saying, actually contribute something that, that, that makes me, that makes me proud, you know, and, and uh, my kid is like, eh, <laughs> my my kids like eh, you know what I mean. My my family is like man, but I'm proud of it, you know. Should and, be uh, man. And congratulations <laughs> to you. Yeah, man. So. That 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 that's as I mean to me that's as permanent of a stamp as you could ask for, man. Oh, I mean, there, there are a lot of folks that right. have you know sold sold a lot of records, if you will. That mm-hmm. Still don't still still don't have that mark or that spot and something mm-hmm. of that nature. So to me, man, I you know. That's, 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 that's a pretty that's a pretty remarkable achievement in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and that's really all I wanted to do, man. Like, I I can't speak for everybody, you know. I can only speak for me. Like, all I really wanted to do was just make an impact, or not even make just make the the best contribution I could make to this thing that I love. Like, I love hip hop. Like, it's it it's not. I'm not fair weather with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not, it's not fake. I'm not putting it on for somebody, you know, like I'm not trying to dress the part. Like I love this shit. Like I love this shit the way y'all love this shit. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, it is a feeling like I don't even, I don't even call it music anymore, man. Like it's an emotion. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the way I feel about it. Like how you feel today, Drez? I feel hip hop today. Like seriously. Like <laughs> you know, like sometimes I speak in rhyme. Like I speak in simile and metaphor. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I move in, I move in lyric form. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I can't listen to a song without trying to find a break or the sample in it. Like no matter how great or how whack the shit is, like. I'm always trying to find a sweet spot, like, and that's in that's in everything. Like, you know, I'm just I'm just glad that I happen to be in a position where I could make that kind of contribution, and and I recognize that I have a responsibility in it as well. Like, I, it's not it's not a take take situation. Like, I can't keep taking from it and not give something back. Right. Like this right. thing is giving me so like this thing is giving me so much. Like I have I have bonds and friendships with people that will last forever because of this. Right. I've gotten I've gotten to see things that I've only read about in books or seen in movies mm-hmm. because of it. You know? Hell like I have my kid because of it. You know? Word. Like I got. I bought a house because of hip, off of hip hop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's real. It's real. And when I try to like, when I go and I and I speak to to young kids, like I'll go and and perform a lecture somewhere, or I'll do a talk or something like that, and I explain to people how how it has transformed me. In a sense, I try to make sure that people understand that. It's not. It's not that solely. Like my foundation, I have a very educational foundation. Like I, I went to college. Like I graduated from high school. I went to college. I graduated from college twice. But this is the thing that sustains me. But right. had I not had the education foundation in my life, 
none of this would be possible. I wouldn't know how to move. Right. If, if it wasn't for that. Like, it's, you know, and, and I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm eternally grateful and thankful for that. You know, like Indeed. I, where the neighborhood I grew up in, um, I know a lot of talented cats, a lot, but they didn't see it the way I saw it. And I wanted it. And I, and I, I, I got to, you ever get to a point where like you want it so bad for everybody else. You want it better for other people than they want it for themselves. All the time. Yep. You know, mm. and that's that's what I that's what I experienced. It's like, damn, I, all of y'all are are talented. All of y'all are more talented than me. Like, but I can't want it for you more than you gotta want it for yourself. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And. And that's what and that's what made me leave Philly. Hmm. Like that's what made me leave Philly. Like I got my I got my you know, I got my degree and I got on the first thing smoking to Atlanta with two hundred bucks in my pocket. Wow. And that was twenty one and that was twenty one years ago. Wow. That's dope. That's a- and all I you know, and I got here and you found this consortium of like minded in like minded, passionate individuals that wanted to go get it just as hard as I did. Right. And it's literally the best the best decision I ever made in my young adult life to my current adult life. Right. That's dope. You yeah. know, and, and I and I, I see in these days like I see I see what I see through media what what they want to do with Atlanta. And it's it literally is just towing the same line that Maynard, you know, started back in the early 90s with that Ebony magazine spread about mm-hmm. Atlanta being the black Mecca. Right. It's the same thing, but now it's just moved from print to electronic media and television and film media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the same rules still apply, though. Like, you got to want it battered and breathing right? in order to make it happen. Like, just showing up and, cr- and crown me because I'm here, that bullshit never works. Right. Like, you have to want it. And I see a lot of cats that, yeah, you know, I'm not from here. I'm from blah, blah, blah. I'm from this place, or I'm from that place, or I'm from here. Like, you know, oh, I'm born and raised in Atlanta, so, you know, this is my city, so I should... No. You got to want... Trust me, there's about... There's 50 people that just got in off the Greyhound that's willing to work harder than you ever thought you, you yeah, could. Yeah. You damn right. To go, yep. to go get it. No doubt. And half of you know, them, half of them walk across the street to Magic City to get started. But shit, you got to uh, start somewhere. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. No For doubt. real. No doubt. Yep. No doubt. You know, right. I'm just, I'm just glad, man. Like I, on a real, like I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to walk in this, this space. In, in this space and time right now, because like I'm, it's not. I realized a long while ago that I'm not just doing it for just me. Like, right, right. I'm, I'm like y'all too, myself, and a lot of others. Like we come from, we come from a, you know, we have a dungeon of our own, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? That where we, where we come from, our dungeon just happened to be stages. Right. Yeah. It's been used throughout the city, but 
you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't think of better individuals to to be in the sweat with than y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. And you know, and every time that I'm out and I get the, you know, at this stage. I'm, you know, I'm dad. I'm unk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the old dude. Right. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. earned it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I earned it. I earned, and, I earned, and I got it honest. Right. But, you yeah. know, when I, I, when I am giving the wisdom, when I'm giving the advice, I'm making sure that the story never gets forgotten. I'm making sure that they understand who Jax was. They understand who Ox was. Yep. They they understand they they know uh, venues like Kaya and the Yin Yang Music Cafe mm-hmm. and yep. you know they know of events and, and acts like you know yeah this is Perfix yeah this is you know this is Justin Hale this is Binkus this is Mars Hill this is these are the architects right these are the Micronauts this is Hemisphere this is Mass Influence like this is Stardust MC this is Lions Den this is Ekendayo. This is this is unsigned. One of the guys here in this group actually is is Dead Presence DJ. Like right, right. you know, this is DJ Lord before DJ Lord was DJ Lord of Public Enemy. Mm. Like I, I've been there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's my job. It's my responsibility. Being a guy that's still doing it, in a sense, you know, to tell the story. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, I was surprised, honestly, to see Mike Club back again because yeah. the the responsibility that you have to shoulder to decide to do that um, in this day day and age is uh, that's a lot. That's a, that's a pretty daunting task, man. So, so kudos for you for for you know g- giving it another world, man. Uh, I, man, kudos to kudos to my wife. Seriously, why is that? that that ain't that ain't that ain't just me. That's my wife, Tam, my wife Tammy. She was like, "You got to do it." Really? Why? And I'm what? like, "What do you mean? What do you mean I got to do it?" She was like, "You have to do it." Like, you know, she she likes the music that's happening now, but she knows better as well. And she's like, "No, like, you gotta you gotta open school back up." And I'm like, mm. "I don't know what I'm gonna be able to teach these kids." Just teach them what you know. Yeah, yeah, and that right there is rare in itself. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah. You know the misses be like, no, uh, nah, you right. Need to- <laughs> yeah, because you you didn't right, really right. have a choice, man. I mean, you know, the the real shit is you did not have a choice. Once 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 the warden said that uh said that you got to do it, you got to do right. it. <laughs> You're right, right. Like I. I uh, I'm, I'm still in it because I'm too stupid to quit. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, that, that's all of us, man. I'm preaching to the choir. That's all right of us, now. man. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Dres. Well, man, th- thank you, dude. We we really appreciate it. I'm sorry you weren't able to make it out to the lab. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe part two. Maybe this time next year. We're we're, we're going to talk about how uh, Mike Club moved to. Uh, I don't know. Fucking the fox. Uh, yeah, the fox or uh, they, they are they are renovating over there. So hey, maybe, maybe it's going to be at the fox or variety playhouse or some shit. Who knows? Cobb Energy right. Cobb Energy Center. There you go. You know what? Uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, those 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 plans aren't that far off. I, I, oh, I indeed. Say that. I believe. It. We're 
we're we're currently what we're currently doing aside from locally um we're working to put my club on the road as a national tour so oh. so cuz once we once we announced that we were opening doors again like we started getting responses from literally all over the map and, you know hey can you bring it here can you bring it there mm. can you bring it to this spot you know so we're working on it Okay. I can't say that, you know, yeah, in the next four months, we're going to be ready to roll. I can't say that, but I can say we are working hard to, to make that transi- that transition very real. Well, hey, Dres, if anybody can do it, man, it's you, man. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we will um, we'll definitely be looking out for those movements, man. If there's anything we can ever do for you, man, you know how to get at us, man. Let us know. Yeah, and thank you very much for for y'all support, man. Like not just as colleagues, but as friends and family. Like thank you guys very, very much. Absolutely, thank you. So, Dres, real quick before we wrap it up, can you tell the people mm-hmm. where they can go to find out about Mike Club, about the Mighty Mighty Beatdown, anything you're doing on the hosting, uh, you know, side of things like Instagram, for, Twitter, um, all that good yeah. shit. That'd be great. For for all things, Mike Club is real simple. It's uh, Mike Club. ATL, M-I-C-C-L-U-B, ATL.com. Um, and it's Mike Club ATL on all social. Um, on all things uh, Dres the Beatnik, uh, that's uh, D-R-E-S-T-H-A-B-E-A-T-N-I-K.com. And if that is too long to spell, you can just hashtag follow the hat. There it is. There you go. All mm-hmm. right, Dres, thank you, man. Take it Thank easy, y'all. get better. I know you got a big week coming up this yeah, week. Feel so, better, so man. take care of yourself. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys very good much. Good deal. Man. Thank you, man. All good. Have a good night. All right. Y'all need right. a drop or y'all good? Yeah, hold, hold tight. We're going to wrap it up. Come All right, Meeks. Hey, man. My club back again. Mighty, man. mighty beat down back again. I can't wait to say, I, I can't wait to, like, you know, just, get, just got to give it a little bit more time to, you know, get back to where it was it's gonna get there i know it is yeah i'm looking forward to it it's it's a done deal man as far as i'm concerned like um you know uh it's just it's just time man. and it's the timing needed. yeah the it's time needed. and no all is great it. it's needed and, and and it's gonna be big i'm sure of that absolutely yeah, all right. yeah all right so southern vanguard radio dj john doe eddie meeks itunes soundcloud mixcloud stitcher radio at southern vanguard on social media at Southern Vanguard, Cappuccino Meeks on Twitter, John yep. ATL on Twitter, and IG as well. No doubt. Shouts out to our sponsors, Beat Lab USA, uh, Little Five Points, Tucker and Bloom. That's Tucker-Bloom.com. They are bag people. Lavish Stoner, LavishStoner.net. Oh, we can't get our forget our affiliates. Return of the Boom Bap Radio, WRBB, straight out of Atlanta. I am classic, rawradio.net, Atlanta. Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast and uh, ATLHipHop.com ATLHipHop.com Can't forget about yes, that. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and actually, you know, that being said, if you'd like to rebroadcast or uh, re, uh, re-feed or re-share, whatever, whatever if, you, if you'd like to have this a part of your, uh, as, as a part of your platform, please holler at us. Uh, you know, we're looking for each and every way we can to reach more ears. So please holler no at doubt. us if, if if you'd like us to be a part 
of uh, you know, whatever it is you you have going on. No doubt. Southernvanguard.com. Right? You got it. We're out. Peace. Peace.